we're not going to bother with that. Um, we'll <laughs> fix that in post. Nobody will notice. The Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. So, last time, one month earlier, we uh, didn't have Ari here, so we kind of left Slate behind for a small jaunt off to the uh, Goodheart uh, little um, retreat or, or hold. Uh, and you uh, met some, some unfortunate doggies on the way and uh, found the hold bewebbed or with the remnants of webs, rather, I should say. Flint had some distant, distant kind of spidery whispers in his head uh, approaching this hold. Which brings us to beliefs. If Slate wants to just uh, go, oh, hey, that's not cool. They left without me. I'm just going to go after them. And I'm not sure you need to adjust anything. If you want to, like, roll up your sleeves and get to work on a few things in camp, we could adjust uh, maybe the middle belief since you're not for the present, in the presence of Flint, whom you can keep healthy and safe. Or we could put it on the back burner um, and like replace it temporarily, if you want to do that. It's a little up to you. I guess I could go after them. It's not like you have a crazy great-uncle who hates your guts uh, out there, or something, or anything. Well, I, I do, but... That's <laughs> what we do for friends. <laughs> uh, just to... Keep my bearings straight. What's the status on your doggy? Dog? Dog is coming with me. Okay. He's uh, not big enough to ride yet, but getting there probably, <laughs> I'd assume. It's only been like a week. <laughs> oh, this I didn't know like, how long it's been. I know. You could you could be you could be blamed for thinking it was two years or something, but uh, it's <laughs> actually been just a week. <laughs> if he if it's truly been just a week, I think I'll leave him with Stonebones. Stonebones can teach him how to fetch and carry stuff. Stonebones is kind of busy with fetching and carrying for a lot of dwarves. Uh, some some are uh, kind of exhausted, some are uh, malnourished, because uh, you're kind of running out of, of supplies, and supposedly they're, they're coming. Uh, that's what you're counting on, banking on, and uh, Fena and her dwarves are kind of scrounging in the area for extra supplies but it's kind of running thin so there are uh, dwarfs that are kind of the odd dwarf is collapsing out of uh, exhaustion and and uh, they're not getting the beer or the the bread or the meat that they they need and of course the odd like uh, uh somebody is like despairing at the situation and so forth so all right well i don't want yeah. dog to die before he he won't mount, die but he so. i'm just saying he may not be <laughs> you may not have the most uh, attention. Like uh, he may not have, like he's not going to be uh, having like an eagle eye on him. All right. Well, I don't want him to die if he comes with me either. Uh, I guess there's a small, there's a slightly larger chance that he won't die horribly if he stays in camp. <laughs> then I'll leave him in camp. Somebody will watch after him. Uh, I, I got to play the devil's advocate. Do any of the dwarves look at the dog with greedy eyes? Just because I want to mess with uh, Slate a little bit. <laughs> I don't think anyone is, is particularly dog fond. Um, oh, I wasn't thinking of fondness. I was thinking of adding something to the soup. 
Possibly. I don't think we're quite there yet. It's just like a combination of the stress and strain and, and starting to have to ration things quite severely. Give it a few weeks. Anywho, I guess we should go through some of your beliefs and make sure that you have some primed for today. Let's start at the bottom, shall we? We have a brewer at the bottom. We have a belief about nog recipes. Uh, granted, we're in a situation yep. where kind of a second belief is in play. Uh, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. uh, having like a first step action statement mm-hmm. would be good. Like maybe you want to research the elixir or study the mm. logbooks uh, for clues or something, right? Examples. Should be something yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. do. To study the logbooks means I would almost have to stay back, or I'm doing the mission with the prince, and I have the feeling that you know the mission with the prince is, and at this point, is a bit more uh, more important. So well, maybe I have to put that put this one on hold for at least a session. Maybe there's been mm-hmm. a lot of walking, slow walking, so you could maybe squeeze it in if you wanted to study, or or mm-hmm. like at least take a gain a, a surface understanding of what they put in their stuff, right? It's, it's a possibility, but um has to be something you want to do. I can sit there and be the equivalent of someone walking around with their with their iPhone in their hand, completely yep. oblivious yep. to everything around me. I could or I could be advising my legion various things we need to worry about. Okay, which which do you want more? <laughs> right? And in uh, which moment? How obsessive are you? <laughs> well, last time I I did you know talk about the logbooks. However, the, I think they're too 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 precious, so I may not have brought them with me. Dro- I might drop them. We might encounter something. You know, no, no, we will encounter something. They're probably back in the camp. He's not going. He's not going to. Uh, well, besides, I mean, it's, a, it's up to you. I'm just I'm just yeah. pointing out you could be earning Arta for extra stuff, uh, yeah. either mold breaker or or yeah. doing it right. But you think on that. And the second yeah. one is probably, you know, the one at hand, which is getting to uh, gab with Gombi. Of course, the other thing I could be doing, which is also just as intense, is, you know, I, ha- I have a bit of parchment and a charcoal and I'm busy sketching. Yes, I will protect the realm by building a war machine, but I need to still design it. I could be busy designing it as we walk along. Sure. But would that be on that one, though, on belief three? Would that would that be like a first step for for three? Come up with a design, or research a design for dragons or something. Yeah, for example, that would just be like a, a an addendum to that belief. Then yes, yes, that's right. the action you're taking right now, right now. In the yes, first step, right? So I'm updating it. And the oath is the oath, so it's not much much to mess around with. Let's go up to a flint. Okay, so uh, we have the. Ye old um, get slate glowstone. Yeah, that's still a back burner belief. If I can ever drag slate off to uh, go adventuring when peril is not running about, uh, it is something I want to do. So still fine. Second training, get familiar with the new recruits. Sounds like a, a fate, fate uh, well. Unless you have like a particular like um, teach named dwarf to sneak better, <laughs> right? So we have a metric uh, and uh, like a connection, but otherwise it's a pretty acceptable belief for like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm. Did you notice that I was getting to know the new recruits this session? I made my best, and yay, you get a fate. But it's not in in like persona land so far, at least. Yeah. Uh, well, then again, 
I, Slate, I have to remember their names. Yeah, Slate will be popping up eventually. So if you want to put your Slate belief back in there somewhere, yeah, I think you had two, right? Oh, uh, am I misremembering? No, uh, the, the other one was about uh, keeping S- Slate uh, healthy because Slate's well-being uh, benefits uh, all the company. I, like, I don't know. Well, which which would you like to prioritize? Just refresh my memory. So the recruits did come with us, or were they just allocated and a handshake was done and off we went? I'm thinking back. Does anyone remember if the recruits actually came with us or not? No. They did not? No. Okay. In, in I, don't, case, I don't remember a definite, like, uh, yes, you go here statement okay. either. Okay. In that case, uh, we will go with the Slate thing. Even though Flint doesn't know that Slate's showing up, I believe that he would uh, be protective when he does show up. And support my prince. I changed that to a little bit lead from the front, as a true scout should, because I've been not feeling as scouty, which, eh, pros and cons. Okay. Um, and, and, and it is also something that I'm kind of doing with the uh, flanking to the left and right, looking for spiders and such. Perhaps we could make it more specific and actionable, like uh, to take the lead uh, in scouting the good heart hold or scout the good heart hold or sure. make the good heart hold safe. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like something like, because you're in the situation right now that where you've, you've cracked open the gates and you're in the mm-hmm. courtyard with the micturating ancestor dwarf fountain and webs here and there and it's kind of uncertain like are there spiders here or are there not spiders here oh there's spiders <laughs> but I, I can't tell them that because <laughs> otherwise they say oh it's that crazy dwarf again so hey you know, it's good to have spider radar spider. okay <laughs> no, it'd be spider spider of course oh, yeah. it's his spidey senses <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm good. Let's see. Keep Slate safe and healthy because it is to the benefit of the company. So you have something to do right away and Slate will show up and you'll be uh, in a position to start. You can you can one-up each other in, in protecting each other uh, as usual. And uh, maybe, maybe you'll get a lead on some glowstone. Maybe Fandral has... Information about the dragon Sandor, right? That's probably going to be on the back burner for today. Score belongs to dwarves. Talk to Gombi. That's that's the immediate thingamabob. Free the hood, a good heart hold of giant spiders. That's certainly a, also an actionable immediate thingamabob. That's uh, right now. And the family prestige, of course, is the oath. So nothing really to complain about there. Uh, if you have an idea for something that is immediate and actionable instead of the Sandor belief and you want to jot that down, Cool. Uh, otherwise, I think you're pretty good. And Slate, the usual too much bloodshed, refused to be part of it anymore. We'll see how that goes. Will more spiders be put to death? Uh, right, keep Flint healthy and safe no matter what, which is kind of why you're dashing. <laughs> well, I'll, we'll get to the, the play part. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of rushing into, my brain is rushing into scenes uh, and I should... Take a step back and keep reading beliefs. Right, and also find the glowstone deposits for the spider. Right, right, right. I think you have pretty good stuff. Kind of similar also oath there to Fandral, like uh, restore family's honor in place, which is something to keep in, in the 
back of your skull. Also for me to keep in my in the back of my skull, also I should uh, make a mental and vocal note of the fact that Slate has the sixth sense uh, trait, uh, which should not be forgotten. What? We've never seen that before. When did he get that? <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> well, once. <laughs> and every other time it's been like, God damn it. And, of course, uh, you have a, a selection of traits. I'm not going to read them out, all out, but it could it would behoove you to have a look at them and realize that, hey, if you play them in a particular way uh, that drives the story in a new direction or unforeseen direction or, or somewhere fun, right, you're going to get rewarded with Arta uh, afterwards. Okay. Deep breath. I modified my first belief. Okay, okay. Everybody's dealing with spiders. Cool. So let's start with Slate. So uh, you were in this series of adjoining chambers, uh, and by chambers I mean quite large carven stone rooms uh, that make up kind of the uh, one of these uh, scoria-adjacent way stations in the underway, where the dwarves have set up their, their kind of camp after fleeing scoria and the dragon. You're in the kind of I don't want to say triage because it's it's a bit of a grim definition, but the kind of hospital, quote unquote, chirurgeon wing, uh, where there are cots and dwarves on cots, stone bones uh, tending to some of them, and the mood is generally low. And and you've realized, as you can probably see, like the the scouts uh, section from from this place, uh, and you can see that you know Flint's pack and shield and everything is gone. And it's only really gone when he's busy off doing something, right? So what do you do? I'm going to go after him, of course. All right. So on your way up. Dog in the camp, tie him up, make sure Stonebones knows to feed him and stuff. So Uh, Stonebones seems a bit uh, like preoccupied or not quite himself. Or or someone in the camp. It doesn't have to be Stonebones. Well, Stonebones is the immediate, like, most obvious person to ask, I think, maybe. But uh, just, like, he grunts and nods as he's looking over some some dwarf. Maybe you notice that he seems a little preoccupied with something. Bruna is still there uh, with her leg all bandaged up, and she seems kind of out of it, like she's been given some sort of um, sedative tea or something. But you pick, you pick up your stuff, and you, you, you leave dog behind and go, go uh, where do you go? Do you just, like... Pick a direction or, or ask somebody. Ask somebody where they went. Cool. All right. So we established that the uh, scouts little area is right there, and you do have some rapport with the scouts after you freed them. Uh, so I think uh, old, uh, what was his name? Let's go to the forum, because that's where all the names are, I guess. The guy with the eye. He, he blamed you for it, and then you kind of made up for it. Sled, that's his name. So he's sitting there having a mid-morning beer. And uh, kind of uh, massaging his feet. And he looks up when you show up and uh, raises his cup to you. Morning. Where did they go? Well, where did who go? The scouts. Well, we're all here. Well, uh, I guess Froomey's not here. Oh, yeah. Um, the prince went off somewhere um, talking to some... Yo, that, um, that mad old man in the, um, in the old hold. Um, maybe, yeah, yes, that's it. So they went to the Goodheart Hold. Uh, that's the name, yes, yes, that's the name. It's my last name. 
<laughs> Luke looks like, wait, what? <laughs> yep, that's my last name. Great, so they like, went to my old family hold. He's Again. kind of mouthing like he's trying to find the right phrase, like, um, at, um, ha! When um, I'm harassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to did say he was a mad old dwarf. I, I meant he's eccentric and interesting. He's nuts. Absolutely, completely bats. Uh, and he drinks awkwardly. And wants to kill me. Should I go with you? I could use the uh, the company and the sword. Uh, I You will have to make do with my crappy old arbalist. Uh, and he gets up and he pulls on his boots. I guess you set up, up set out into the tunnels. Uh, after a moment of, of like poking through the, the various tunnels, sled stops and he smells the air and he kind of peers into one tunnel and another is like, ah, oh, right, I should have brought the maps. Uh, well, I mean, we could probably pick this one. Points to one at random. Are you sure? I'm sure we can pick one. One. No, I'm not sure. Uh, but what's the worst that could happen? I hate that phrase. They're Starting all to hate connected. that phrase ever and the more. <laughs> they're all connected. Look, Slate, they're all connected. Just take a little longer or we'll run into some rats, right? Right. Lead the way. <laughs> Do you want to dispute that notion, per, you know, on the sly? Maybe um, figure out like, hmm, well, actually, I think we'll take this route. Well, I don't have anything. You can always beginner's luck it. Or trust your sixth sense. <laughs> well, what does my old sixth sense say? Well, I haven't brought any dangers before you yet, so, to, uh, so um, yeah. Nothing yet. You want to try some orienteering or tunnel-wise or something? Uh, got nothing. Not even on among your learning skills? Mm-mm. I mean, it's never too late to learn about tunnels if you're a dwarf. That's what I say. All right. I mean, I could always test for him. If you just like, eh, eh. Eh. Right. Orienteering would work, I suppose. Yep, sure. Either either would work. Alright, I'll roll that. Do you have that? Or are you Oh you Being are right. learning it. Awesome. This would be, I think, an ob two orienteering test. Uh to find your way there through these uh weird, awkward side tunnels. Uh oh, hold on. You have a MIDI wound and I'm pretty sure you recovered the first die. Uh and the obstacles uh is two, so it's going to automatically double it to four. It counts as a test toward opening orienteering, which means you open orienteering because you only need four. All right, two successes, no sixes. Interesting. So now very successful. Uh, oh, right. Uh, future future reference. I should um, uh, be a little more clear about the stakes. What's at stake? Uh, I think what ends up happening is you run into something. It's kind of this weird roundabout, crooked caveway, um, many little tunnels, and you're you're kind of like, he's, you know, Sled seems to have a decent idea about where he's going, so, and you don't have any, like, immediate ideas, so you're kind of going along with him, uh, and it takes time. You're not lost, but uh, it ends up, like, going past noon, in dwarf terms, right? Whatever pint that would be. Uh, and you end up having to, you know, sit down and, and have a snack. And during this snack, 
there's a noise in a in a tunnel and sled like jumps up and he has his arbalest out and he's like stay here i'm going to check it out and then he starts padding out into the into the dimness of that corridor do you stay put what do you do he's obviously the better fighter and i don't really want to shed blood so yeah i'm gonna stay okay you're sitting there and uh uh, left a uh lantern it's this kind of like little fork uh like three-way fork thing and there's like the central like somebody uh put up this uh there's this uh, central like little pillar of rock and somebody's carved out a bowl in it and it's kind of moldy and uh and there's some like remnant spider web small spiders not big spiders hanging around it uh and sleds like padded into one of the the fork uh, tunnels uh that you didn't come from you become aware of like this weird shadow across the wall on the wall across the room uh that must be cast by something in front of the the lantern right but you're not seeing anything in particular and then there's like this weird glittery shimmer in the air in front in front of you and you realize like there's something or someone there but they're it's like they're they've taken a bit of the world and wrapped it around them but when they did it they left like a trail of glitter over <laughs> over the the bit of the world they pulled over themselves right so it's a cloak yeah, it's kind of you get that feeling you get that that sensation and it's, it's this weird shadow that's all crooked and has like little almost spider leg offshoots and of course it's kind of the the lantern lights flickering a bit so, so it's kind of diffuse and indistinct uh and you can hear this like hissing like you promised me stones glowstone where is it i'm working on it i don't have all this month they're hunting me everywhere i need it now they're hunting you yes the other spiders so many dead now they want mates you know they kill the males i wasn't aware of that It's a matriarchy. It's the worst thing in the world, and they can't just leave you to do your studies in peace. No, they must have you have your seed and make more of them. And it goes off in this like weird, like spider thing rant. Half of it is like uh, you have no reference for for half of it. So, but then it kind of circles back and goes like, "So anyway, I need it now." I'm looking for my friends so we can go get the glowstone for you they went off without me this morning i'm not exactly the best at navigating around the tunnels (laughs) as you can he like gestures around him as you could see yes i've noticed none of you are we haven't spent our whole lives here like you have (laughs) like i I think there's a weird like insectoid tittering some semblance of like mocking laughter and then some muttering about arrogance of dwarves or something from the stone or yeah, there's some insult, but he's not directing it, you know, specifically at you. It's more like making an observation like, yeah, yeah, yeah great dwarves. Yeah. Knows everything about the beneath except, you know, navigating. And he says, if you want to get to your friend, you will give me something now, something useful. What would you find useful? Give me that other one that you have with you. I need his blood. I need the power. I need to stave them off for another fortnight or so. 
you want me to give you one of my trusted compatriots to eat. He doesn't seem particularly smart. You won't miss him. I'm all alone here. I don't know where I'm going. I can't get through the caves without him. I'll point you in the right direction. Don't you worry. You realize if I do this for you, the rest of my friends are going to hate me. They won't know anything. You won't tell them. You underestimate me. Then perhaps you're not as clever as I first thought. I say hold your peace. It's just blood you need? Yes, rather a lot of it. You won't miss him. Just tell him to look in the other tunnel. I will take care of the rest. Then I will point you the way. That's something I can't do. What do you mean, can't? And it's like, uh, sudden, like a predatory, like, <laughs> right? I'm hungry kind of deal, right? Uh, I know you're hungry, but so am I. So are we all. There's something we're hunting, and if we kill it, you will have enough blood to last you a lifetime. What are you referring to as a... As a the dragon. Me? Oh, I see. <laughs> I think then, uh, like the this creature, like infers or yeah, or whatever, whichever word is appropriate. Like what you mean? There's a little silence, and he, then is there's like like you mean the dragon? Yes. Think about how much blood is in that thing. No one can kill the dragon, you foolish dwarf. Really? Yes. The prince that I'm following, not you, sir. Of course, the other prince, the dwarven prince, thinks he can. He's a deluded fool. No one can kill a... Oh, what's the word he would use? Force of nature. Oh, yeah, force of nature, something like that, right? That's that's the the, the vein of what he says. Like, uh, you know, kind of like a fixture of reality, kind of like murdering a lake. (laughs) That's the impression. I need, you need the immediate. I could just eat you. You haven't been very useful to me. No, I'll grant you that. It's been taking me quite some time to be left to my own devices and not have to worry about everything else. But the rest of your brethren, they're at my old hold. Do you know the way there? Hmm. I don't know if Slate knows that. Yeah, they just said that they were going off to kill spiders. No, we didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, well. um, Just they were going off to meet uh, the, the dude and the, the, the weirdo in the... Gombi. My uncle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My uncle, yeah. Mm. Okay, it's so the rest of my he, brothers he went off. Feed your uncle to him then. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things I'm thinking about. There's a bigger, fatter dwarf over there. <laughs> Plus, he wants to kill me, so I don't exactly have any love lost between us. Kill is a strong word. Exile, maybe. Spank, you know. Teach manners. Last time I met him, it didn't exactly seem like manners were the foremost thing on his mind. Yeah, so what do you do? What do you what do you say? I'm gonna make him a deal. If you lead me to my friends, I will convince them to stop killing so many of you. And then we will get you the glowstone, the blood, whatever it is you need. Ah, I don't care if you kill those bitches. They're not useful to me. They just hunt me and force me to copulate and then they eat me. Useless. You're not scared of them? <laughs> Now that sounds like uh, persuasion or coarse persuasion or some such. <laughs> now you're hitting. Now you're hitting it's at something. Not, it's not coarse persuasion. It's definitely regular old persuasion, mm. which is a skill I'm learning. Uh, let's see. Do you have any? Yeah, you have coarse persuasion. Yeah, but I can't, you know, jostle around a giant spider. I mean, 
if you get up and do some winking or like uh not winking but you know you make some faces and get a, all, a little bravado-esque then you could I totally get do that a little bravado-esque <laughs> i could do that that would totally be a uh, course persuade i think i'll give you a bonus dime for getting at something that might actually be useful as an argument because now we're we're talking about well okay i won't necessarily convince them not to kill them but i can encourage them to kill them <laughs> yeah yeah, I right. can say, yeah, go kill them. Go kill those bitches. <laughs> he would probably use a different word, like, but that's the, the implication. I'll give you, like I said, a bonus die. Uh, I think the obstacle is three. If you succeed, yeah, he's going to admit that that would be a useful uh, thing to him. How many R's do I have? I'm so smart that this... Persona. How many do you have? Two. I'd save one for a rainy day, definitely. All right, I'll throw one, spend one Yeah. Base obstacle? Uh, two. No sixes. Nope. So you've, you've realized that you've hit uh, the right kind of um, argument, but he's just too desperate, too hungry to go for a later kind of uh, a deal. So hisses at confusion, and the shadow on the wall like swishes to a side. And you don't see the glittering anymore in the air. And uh, that's around, around the time when Sled comes trotting in uh, with his arbalest over his shoulder. It's like, oh, strangest thing. Thought I heard talking. You did. What? With who? A giant spider. What? Suddenly, arbalest out like, where? No, don't put it away. He's our friend. He's just very hungry right now. <laughs> and then it's like, what are you taught? And then there's the glitter behind him. Right. And some something like jabs into his neck and there's a gout of blood and he's like, and his one milky eye goes really wide and uh, something is like lifting him up. You can't see what it is. You can you can see him like being drained. You can see it like his cheeks uh, sink into his um, uh, or begin to sort of like sink into his skull. Right. Right before your eyes. What do you do? I can't save him now. You could maybe attempt to discontinue the whatever, you know, the, the connection. If I yank him, it's going to just tear his throat open. Right. You may you know, a slim chance. It's up to you. you. You could go like, okay, I can't do anything. Or you could attempt to help him. What do your beliefs say? Too much blood shed? Yeah. You want to stop this? Or is it like, I? No, it's too late? Honestly, it's it's kind of too late. It really is. Because so even it, if I got him away, the spider is still venomous. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's too late. I am going to glare heavily at the spider, though. Uh, so he finishes just like slurping up the wet, viscous, dripping insides of sled. And then he lets go of the husk. And there's this glitter in the air. And, and you can just hear his hissing. You have one more week. Then I want my stone, or I'm coming for you. And then, like, the glitter is gone. Wait, how am I supposed to... (laughs) (laughs) Poor, poor sled is drained on the floor. His arbalest is, uh, you know, thrown awry. Horrible, horrible sure there's plenty of rocks and such, so I'm going to make him a cairn. Oh, dear. Okay. (laughs) You take your time. Okay, cool. With that, we'll close on you, maybe, like, huh... Starting that, we cut over to. Honestly, I'm th- honestly, honestly thinking about making him go full su- full dark side. <laughs> <laughs> if that means you you want to think about uh, rewriting beliefs, then you can th- you can 
ponder that. We'll cut over to the Good Heart Hold, where our uh, doughty quintet of dwarves, yes, 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 five, have just entered the uh, slightly bewebbed interior of the Good Heart Hold. The ancestor uh, fountain in the middle, uh, the few outbuildings and the the tall, dark walls and uh, the main hall looming in front of you. I think the interior is is like gravel. It's not mm-hmm. as like a stone plaza. It's more it's gravel, and then there are a few stone blocks to kind of make this solid space just outside the hall. Across this uh, solid space, that's like uh, flat. There's like webbing remains and filth, and like like something's been dragged. Maybe like goo also from maybe the insides of a spider or something, um, and it's kind of mm-hmm. splashed a little on the on the doors. Uh, so it looks like there may have been some activity here, violent activity. Stay behind us, my lord. We'll protect you. <laughs> I openly laugh at Ufkel. I thought that he could protect me. Pull out my hammer, and I give it a, sp- a spin, and, you know, who is the spider breaker of Maul? I think uh, Frumi is like, <laughs> shrugs, like, eh. Go on, then. Go break some spiders. <laughs> All right, my lord. Uh, I step out. Yes, spiders! I, Oofkill, the spider breaker of Mar is here. Run back to your webs, lest I crack you open like some sort of spider you are under my foot. Leave! That's good for a mighty face palm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew, we knew where, when which building Gombi was hole up before, right? Oh, so yeah. we'll, let's head towards that one. Yeah, it's a building, yeah. There's spires. They know we're here. We probably already stepped into trip, trip webs already. So what does Flint do? Just standing there, observing, shaking his head? That, too. I'm more interested in following that trail and seeing what's attached to, to the other end. Now, All the right. question is, is it heading towards or away from where we last knew of Gombe's position? It looks like it might be in or out of the hall. The, the main solid structure. Is that where he was staying? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then let's head that way. And, of course, uh, I'll take the lead with Frumi at my side, keeping an eye out for spidery ambushes. Anybody try the door? Uh, the doors? If that's where the trail goes, yeah. But yep. I, I'll pause and go, like, they closed the doors? Hmm. I'm just wondering how long, how long ago this was. I looked down at the trail. That's not particularly sticky. I taste it. Like I said. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have to put everything in your mouth? It's pretty vile. It's also kind of solid-ish. A couple days. A couple days. I do not want to even know how you know that. Why don't don't you make a health test, Ob3? Sure. Um, You're a cheeky dwarf, so you should be fine. Ooh. But I got a six. So I will spend that fate. Nope. Oh. Poisoned. You start feeling a bit queasy after a moment. <laughs> yep, spider venom. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be like until until your body goes through its cleaning yourself out process, uh, you're going to have an extra obstacle to just about everything. Would that be would that, uh, uh, superficial? Poison. Yeah, poisoning. poisoning superficial wound. Make a perception test as well. Ob three as well. I'm not going to spend Arthur on it. And three. Ooh. No, six oh, is yeah, 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 you get an extra. So cool, cool, cool. There's something familiar about, like, even though it's a, it's a repellent taste, it's strangely familiar, like it's part of something you've tasted before. 
I mean, I was covered in gore when I killed the spider in Marl, so... Yeah, that's not, that's not the feeling you get. <laughs> not that. This is someone we knew. What? <laughs> or I, I, uh, maybe I should... Yeah, what have you been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> what you eating? You know, fruit is like, rather. <laughs> no, no, it's... it's Because uh, we fought spiders, and it's familiar. It might be one of the spiders from the from the brewery. And then you say brewer, and you're like, wait a minute. This is like something I've drunk. Oh, yes. Those spiders, they need. They would need a drink. I wonder. Hmm. Anyway. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Unferth is, is like shouldering the, uh, the gate a bit, and uh, it's like, oh, seems like it's stuck or barred. We'll throw some weight into it and, and confirm if it's barred or stuck. Yeah, you think it's barred. There, there's uh, something in the way. Hmm. I'll pound on it and yell, Gombi, it's the prince. Ooh, why don't you do a conspicuous test? <laughs> you have to test for that? <laughs> in this obvious. instance, yes. In this <laughs> instance, yes. Fair enough. So just for fun, can I make a helping conspicuous roll by pounding yeah, on wanna, the door? Yeah, you want to bang on the door too? Go ahead. Sure. Because I'm actually professionally conspicuous. <laughs> so what Which I'm is totally do- what you want scouts to do and be, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always a scout. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so that's one helping die. Yep. Uh, and the obstacle is, uh, I think, four. Yeah. Oh, wow. So is that considered routine or difficult? Uh, is your conspicuous three there, Slate? Flint Flint has a... Flint, uh, yes. We, you know we're back in business when I, I start misnaming everyone uh, I, i'm before inconspicuous <laughs> okay so that's uh that's difficult for you then i think okay. it's sad but true but uh, Ufkel's learning to be conspicuous it just means he's line. noise in the background he's not any less noisy it's, it's a fine line between conspicuous and obnoxious <laughs> it's about getting the the attention you want <laughs> <laughs> so we're not loud enough ah i see okay so you you start banging on the door and hey, Gombi, right? And, and Flint, you you start helping too and bang on the door. Ah, oh, we don't have a slate, so I don't have to worry about that. Hmm. I think through me, we see him like peering around. It's like turning. We can see him like turning around, peering with this arbalest. Uh, and like suddenly there's a spider right there uh, that's been creeping up. But it's, it's far enough that he's like, oh, spiders! And then, you know, he shoots it, pegs it through the side, the side of the like, front uh, face uh, and it shudders but then comes for him anyway and it's like this big for you dwarfs it's like you could you could put four dwarfs on top of this thing mm. it looks kind of weird and kind of crooked like it has extra long legs with hair on it and like this kind of long beehive thorax not like you would be used to kind of like this compact uh, desert spider or something this is like a weird freakazoid spider on for Starts rushing at it with the axe. What do you guys do? Yeah, I have a shield. I'm the shield of the dwarves. I will uh, shield first, block the spider from uh, taking out our arbalest deer. What does your uh, shield of the dwarves thing do again? It's it's basically just a handy phrase for saying that I like to protect dwarves. I think it's a die trait, though, isn't it? Oh, it might actually be if uh, if I can find stuff like that. Uh, yeah, steel. I don't know if that actually means anything, but yeah, it is a thing. Maybe it's more detailed on the form. No, 
<laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have to go back and read, uh, and, and I'm, I'll go back and listen to the uh, trait vote from however many years ago. For now, uh, let's assume it's it's to do with steel. I don't think you guys are like, uh, holy shit, and then drooling necessarily. So you're dashing forward. Do you, do you just want to block the spider from getting at Frumi, or do you want to like tackle it, or what's the deal? If I can actually turn something defensive into a shield bash and, and stun and discombobulate this thing, that would be great. Yeah, go brawling. Oh, you would do that. But hey, <laughs> there's, there's advantages to that. It, it's, I'm, it's a learning skill, and if I roll it, I will advance it to a real skill, I think. So, yeah. So, uh, let's do your your uh, test first, and we'll kind of move the spotlight around. I'm, I'm not quite in the brain space to start sure. going, let's have a fight! <laughs> <laughs> Does any of my spiffy dwarven gear give me a bonus to a shield bash brawling attack? I don't believe so, but let me check uh, the shield. Uh-huh. I also got that uh, mastercrafted mail. Gives you extra to armor tests for shield. I'm, yeah. I'm grasping. It's what I do. Yeah. Let me give you a bonus die for having an implement with which you can A, defend yourself and shove with it. I'll take that. And it's going to be a versus test, so I'm going to roll for ye old spider. You know what? This is really important to me. I'm going to dump two art into that. So one success. Uh, a resounding one success. Obstacle one. <laughs> Oh, sheesh. <laughs> you have two sixes Correct. as well. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll burn fate on that. There we go. Hurrah! Leap into the fray. Cure smack. Cool. So four. So power two plus your power six, eight. And then uh, four successes. So that would be like a bash into it. Real nice. Probably you probably smack the arbalest bolt further into its face or something. <clears throat> so you do some serious... Injury to this yeah. thing. Huzzah! There's your opening, yeah. boys. And you hear Oofkill go, Spider! And I'm running, <laughs> hammer in hand, and if Flint happens to be in the right position, step on his back, leap, and hammer time. <laughs> right! Would you like to open acrobatics? <laughs> no, but you know, he, but he probably is going to try to leap and smack. Do you shove Unferth out of the way to get there? Uh, yeah, he's dashing for the spider with his footman's axe as we speak. No, I'm going to run past him, though. You're going to have to shoulder him out of the way, and otherwise he's going to hit it first. No, I'm going to shoulder him out of the way. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no test. It's just like <laughs> he's like coming at it, and you're like, nope! <laughs> <laughs> Player characters first, NPCs the second. So uh, I'm going to adjust the spider stats a bit. Go do your, your thwack if you want to. Your hammer so, attack. I think it's a versus test. All right. Attempt to get out of the way. Arta, I'm going to spend, I got six. I'll spend two. Uh, resounding one. one success once again. You know, spider breaker! <laughs> hey, I hit him. Any sixes? I got a six. Uh, uh, what's what's your add on the hammer? On the ha- oh, my add is two. Right. So right now it's an in- incidental hit. You'll need two more successes if you want to. Um, no, you need you need three successes. Uh, you have one, need, right? So you, yeah. you need two more sixes uh, or or two more success dice to to hit the next. Well, I'm uh, still going. Yeah, I'm going to pop that six. Hit. So. Yeah. Still an incidental. Cool. Uh, so you, you give it a good smack. It probably hits one of these like smaller four legs uh, mm-hmm. that is kind of 
bringing up kind of to mm-hmm. shield its face that's been bolted and bashed as it's like doing the the crab maneuver uh, kind of skitting skittering to the side and and grittling gravels flying everywhere and you're like bang <laughs> unfurth is like swearing at you what are you doing meanwhile what's the prince doing i was moving so that i unfurth and i could flank either side of it uh all right why don't you make a speed test versus its speed to see if you can get in a position of uh like coming at it from a flank so it oh three successes all right it's still pretty nimble what are the consequences of failing uh you don't get in a position where you also can wail on it succeed and you, you'll have like a it'll essentially be cornered so i oh, I'll still get a swing at it though if i don't get this not this go you need to be able to flank it so that it can't move out of the way right now it's very mobile even though it's bashed and bolted it's uh sidestepping and backing off and leaping forward and all that stuff all right now throw a couple of arthur then oh oh very cool so go ahead and do your your attack if you want to circle around get a good angle any bonus die uh for your axe for sure or flanking uh you get you get a chance to attack it that's that's the deal I think maybe, you know, you, you position yourself so it has to kind of back up against the fountain, and it didn't expect that, so it's like, boom, suddenly stuck. All right, uh, I should I should say new new test, because it's going to be a versus test, of course. It has an obstacle penalty, so it's actually only two. Uh, the last uh, last uh, test was only two successes. We're whittling away at it. Yeah, yeah you, you can roll, it doesn't matter, because I'm going to roll its speed to avoid... Or try to evade you. But uh, you do know it has three dice and an obstacle penalty, so it's not going to be very super exciting. Let's see, three. I did get two sixes there. Awesome. Let's see what it rolls. Uh, that's one success, Whoa, which means uh, it's that number one obstacle. If you want to do a better hit, actually three successes, that is a mark hit. But if you have sixes, you could maybe get a better one. Oh, you have two sixes. Yeah, I got one. another success, but... Four successes. Uh, but the add is two, right? Dwarven blades are two, from the looks of it. Dwarven axes. That means you need three successes, which is what you have uh, had before you rolled an extra to get uh, the mark hit. And then you need a f- you need five to get to the next one. The superb. But a mark hit is still a mark hit. It's like the light axe, which is what the, this would be, right? Is power three. So yeah, you, you make you another eight. I think you cut like partly through partly through one of its legs and into its body and it like it jerks and like that side of it kind of begins to it droops and drags flint you can kind of hear this uh frantic like now 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 we can reply to that you're a fool to attack a dwarf there's just mad ranting in your head, right? Yeah. Like you're like you're talking to a madman that's not really hearing you. What do you do? It's still trying to uh, find an opening to get away. You know what? We have that other axe man that, well, he's been knocked aside. <laughs> you want to hurl unfirth at him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I think protecting my scout works well for me. The, the prince has got it under control. The spider breaker is full of zeal. The, the one person who can't really protect himself is is the uh, crossbowman. My goal is to interpose myself between the crossbowman and, and the spider. By the looks of it, now it's trying to get away instead of attacking. Half of it is like drooping and dragging on the ground. It looks pretty pitiful, even though it's huge. And you can easily like 
position yourself right in in front of Frumi with your shield, and and the spider won't get at him. And you can let you know Unfirth do his thing if you want, no problem. You know what? I I, I was going to talk to the spider, but no, it's just just let's just put this mad beast out of its misery because uh, it can't survive in that state. Is that something that Flint vocalizes, or... Uh, no, this is all an internal conflict. I know, I know. All right, all right. So there's a moment <laughs> where you're considering it. Okay. You see it's kind of pitifully, like, trying to get up, and you see Unferth in almost slow motion coming forward, and he has this, like, big, hefty footman's, footman's axe, <laughs> and he starts winding it up for a great strike. You can see almost the pathetic pleading in the crazy, weird, glossy alien eyes with the bolt in the middle. Well, uh... Goodbye. <laughs> All right, you stand by. You just, oh, nope. nope. <laughs> okay, the footman sex comes down, cleaves through half of the face, and um, there's a jerking in the limbs, a bit of thrashing, and then, like, it pulls itself kind of together, like the legs start cramping up. Mm. And uh, Unfurth, like, backs off a bit, you know, with the goo on his big, on the big axe head, and it's like, oh! But uh, it is defeated. It's kind of you don't, my head. You hear this low, low, like, <laughs> When are they going to learn? You don't mess with the dwarves. <laughs> I, I am saying that out loud, possibly louder than needed, in case any other spiders are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hear, like, s- someone motioning uh inside the hold and you can hear like this heavy thunk as if somebody's moving uh you know a great bar uh, and dropping it on the floor and the ponderous moving of this door one of the double doors inward that would be our host make sure there are no others looking to pounce on us here when he opens the door yeah, uh, Frumi's reloading, looking nervously about. And you see the dirty, disheveled, somewhat haggard face of uh, Gombi Goodhart peering out at you. He has his armor on. He look, looks at the uh, dead spider. And he's like, oh, thank Gothar. That, that thing has been making a mess here for days. I had to retreat into the hall. Is that the only one? I think so. Did you see any others? Not yet. Oh, just to be sure, come in, come in, come in. And he starts waving at you. Let's head in. Right. Keep an eye, make sure we don't spot anything. Uh, you don't see anything in particular on the way in. When, you, when you've all filed in, like, uh, Gombi leans heavily on the door and closes it and he, like, grabs the big bar and is about to lift it in place. Uh, oh, I, I help him. I reach <laughs> over and grab the area side of it and here, let me help you, grandfather. <laughs> ah, good, good, good dwarf. You remind me of how my great nephew Slate should be. I, I think he pats you on the cheek as well, right? <laughs> now, uh, uh, beer, uh, and then he starts hobbling off in his clanky like armor. Uh, and when I say hobble, I mean he walks like he has gout. Aye, beer. And you can see, like, it's more of a mess, if possible, than before, with all of the, like, stone tables and and uh, seats uh, mm-hmm. overturned. And some have webbing on them, and there's, like, goop here and there. There's a spider carcass in a corner. Not as big as this, like, soft, carapist, huge, giant thing, but still like, okay, all right, you managed to take that one out. So, yeah, he, he goes and he pulls out this, uh, this uh, keg. And uh, cracks it open and, and puts out some mis- mismatched mugs on a stone table and starts pouring for everybody. A little less for everybody except the prince. Uh, and uh, understood. 
And he, he sort of stops and then he pours himself just as much as the prince and then he puts it away. Now, oh, I'm so grateful. Maybe, maybe now I can, I can um, leave this godforsaken place. What do you say? Is it safe enough? If you want to leave here, yes. Uh, Scoria itself has been overtaken by a dragon, though. <laughs> so, six to one, half a dozen to the other. Welcome to join our company outside the Doom Gate. <laughs> like, so, yeah, his spirit starts flagging when you say, oh, well, yeah, there is the dragon. <laughs> he thought the spiders were bad, right? That is one of the reasons we've come to talk to you. We need we need something to fight this dragon, and you know of old Scoria and uh, would know more of the secrets where we could find something to give us an advantage. And you know about the singing witch, and that is something else that we need to understand. He makes a face when you mention the witch, but he doesn't, like, challenge you or anything. The Witch of the Deep. I've heard her song. <laughs> have you? I, I, I think I. I, I think I, I have. That. <laughs> did I or no? Someone did. There was some Who's dreaming. The, crazy one here? <laughs> the prince just gives him a quiet down motion. <laughs> yes, yes, <whatever. laughs> you don't encourage the crazy. Just give, give Gombi that. Like, yeah, he's kind of crazy. Don't pay attention. <laughs> Gombi sort of just looks wide-eyed down into his beer and drinks it uh, very vigorously. I stayed here for. Over a hundred years, I, I, I haven't ventured into Scoria for, for decades. Yes, but you know the old Scoria. That's that's the information we need. What yes. possible information could you need if there's a dragon there? You won't be able to get anywhere. The dragon is very large, and we are not. So there are many places in Scoria that it cannot get to. Aye, what lies beneath Scoria? He sort of frustratedly walks in a little circle, like uh, swirling his beer. Plumbing, storerooms. Lava? Lava, no. Why would there be lava? There was some under the under the throne room. Uh, and then I he had... goes into this like weird, doddering, like, crazy person, like, it's not possible. We need to know of the ancient places where the old rulers of Scoria kept their treasures, their things of power. Any knowledge of the old days from when Gothar fought a dragon? <laughs> I think he, like his eyes narrow a bit and he looks at you like, no, <laughs> like maybe, but I don't want to tell you about treasure. <laughs> That's technically mine. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but you know. If you know of any treasures that would help us fight the dragon right now, that treasure is... No one's but the dragons. And we're looking for things that would help us fight the dragon, not just piled up to make us wealthier. Uh, Flint taps his mug against the edge of the Goddardam shield. We fought the undead to get this. We'll do anything we can to get the arms that we need to destroy this beast. <clears throat> this is for all dwarves. If you want to see Scoria come back to life, like <laughs> He scoffs at the mention of, like, undead. <laughs> Suddenly he's like, I must be the sane one. <laughs> there is more at work here than a good uh, solid dwarf like you have, has necessarily encountered. Besides the shield, we found the star. 
<laughs> in the realm of mentioning further things that nobody knows about. <laughs> no, or, we did. Or, no, or we did. Knows you, what you mean? Or whatever, you know, whatever that star thing was that we we snatched from from the from the vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know what you mean. We found a bottle of shiny water. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Hmm. He sits down and he put he puts his beer away. Uh, and he starts to rack his, sort of rake his fingers through his hair, the what's left of it. We've been sitting here, what do we say, hundred years? Oh, he's been here all the time, all this time, right? So a uh, century and a half. <laughs> been sitting here for a hundred and fifty years. This is the time that we need to act. Help us. Uh, maybe let's have the test first, actually. <laughs> Yep. We knew that was coming. <laughs> Un- unleash the unleash the social monster, our prince. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I think it's persuasion. Uh, I think I heard some arguments from the others, even though, yeah, I don't know what you were attempting there, uh, Flint, and maybe Okel. What I was attempting is, we are the dwarves you are looking for. We we do the great mm-hmm. things. We we are competent. <laughs> What what do you think you're helping with? Persuasion, some other skill. What what do you what are you uh, leveraging? What kind of uh, uh, ability of yours are you are you bringing into oh, that? Jeez, you it would make me look. So that's how the game works. I mean, I, I, I know, know I, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, since I was tapping the shield, I'll go with conspicuous. So yes, we do have artifacts of power. Mm-hmm. We are getting more. Mm-hmm. So I I am just there as. The poster boy to can-do attitude. Yeah, and we are also, at least me and Flint, have, you know, I have my great-grandfather's armor on. Yes, mm. mastercrafted armor. And I'm, I'm just being move-kill with my coarse persuasion. Come on, you don't want to tell us. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Okay, so we're conspicuous and coarse, just like dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hearing, coarse persuasion. So give me, give me, uh, yeah, Ob is five, but, uh, I'm, I'll give you one for having actual artifacts with you. I'll give you a bonus die for that, uh, in the sense of like, look, we've accomplished a few things and it's not just like, look, we're conspicuous about it. We actually have stuff. Um, Can we maybe sneak a bonus die for like killing a spider that four dwarves could have ridden on? Nope. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's just a given. That's just a given. <laughs> that was conversation opener. Gummy <laughs> probably thinks he could have done it too if there were five of him, four of him. <laughs> so I'm hearing it's Fandral's persuasion test, and then uh, how many dice from Slate and how many dice from Ovkel? Uh, I only got three in my uh, in my skill. So one and mm-hmm. Flint has four, three or four in conspicuous. Four. All right, so one there. So two, an extra for uh, for advantage. The three, those, bleh, so three extra dice. Obstacle mm-hmm. five, and you succeed. You know he's going to relent and offer some sort of help. You don't succeed. He's going to point you in other directions for the present. Why? Okay. He's going to be judicious with the truth. Hold on, we'll spend one on Earth. Uh, got it. Ha ha. You also have sixes. Not that it matters a terrible much, a lot, but excellent. So I think he keeps rubbing his head. He says, oh, 
it's not a matter of just going and killing something a dragon this this is war we'll have to have we'll have to empty the entire no 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 and then he walks in a circle he gets up and walks in a circle and and then it's like he's having a debate with himself and then finally you know he explodes in a in a hand wavy fist clenched like fine fine i'll do it i'll show you excellent good man and then he notices that you're there and like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to you. Uh, he starts like fishing under his armor and he pulls out this chain and there's this chunky little key uh, and he looks at it and he caresses it a bit. There's a moment of hesitation and he rips it off him and hands it over to the prince. He's like, under the fountain, there's I know there are a few things that might be useful. I, at least some things, no artifacts, but it's a start. Thank you. Whatever will help us to restore Scoria to the dwarves. Yes, I suppose that is our duty as dwarves. And he looks up into the air as he does it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I should do it. I know I should do it. So I think we cut over to uh, Slate. You finished your, your little rubble cairn. Kind of odd and mismatched, but it, it works. So you're kind of dirty and disheveled. You're maybe looking around and figuring like, okay, I'm going to have to find my way out of here. And then you hear like in the distance, like this water sound, this wet water noise. And you remember, oh yeah, there's a waterway real close to the hold, right? So you start going in that direction. And pretty soon you come out into this big cavern where we see this uh, fantastical view of um, uh, this uh, waterfall that's partly, it's not as uh majestic or 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 potent as it used to be like there's some blockage further up somewhere above uh it's essentially like this hole in the in the ceiling and wall on one side uh and it pours down into a little stream that goes beside this uh this hold the walled in holding and you can see again like you can see bits of webbing remains of webbing uh you can see the doors uh the doors to the into the hold uh, are open and uh, you can see probably like the gravel around that area is, has been disturbed, like it's been there recently. I can't see them, though. No, you can't see anybody. Nope. Well, I'm going off the information I got and yep. going into the hold. Cool. There is a Looking ghastly, for them. Yes, there's a ghastly sight of a giant soft carapace, you know, murder-death spider uh, that's been murder-deathed in the courtyard, kind of smushed up against the fountain. Uh, okay. Other than that, the hold is kind of messy and partly bewebbed. But you can see, uh, like scuffs uh, in the gravel and on the like little, the big like flat floor stone in front of the the main hall. People have been here. Dwarves have been here recently. They're All right. Well, inside. I'm going to assume they went inside. So what do you do? You just like bang on the door or try to open it or? Oh, well, I'll see if it's open first. And if it's not, I'll bang on it. There's a banging on the great double doors. Hmm. It can't be jumps. Are, are there any arrow slits or things that let us get, give us a view of who's in front of the door? There are probably a few slits that you can open. Uh, you have to like climb up on a little in a little oh, so, alcove so, beside the oh, door, so, and then you pull out uh, aside this like little uh, okay. metal Basically, thing. An oubliette. Not an oubliette. No, it's not above the. It's like to the side, and it's like little this little alcove beside the door, and you go up and you sort of pull this metal. Mm-hmm. 
shutter, for lack of a better term. Well, it's oh. how Gombi knew to open the doors for us after we killed the spider. <laughs> yeah, I, I down my beer and I go, I'll check me, Lauren. And I'll climb <laughs> up there and pull the thing aside and and I go, oh, it's slate. And you hear a cooey slate. What? <laughs> Let me in. There's a t- like a half inch slit that's just wide enough to like get a a uh, armlet pulled through. Right? He's guys, by himself. Guys, there's there's something a, a bit off with him at the moment. He doesn't look like the usual friendly gets along with everyone slate right now. Um, when was that slate? <laughs> I'll look at. Fandral, shall I let him in? Um, <laughs> we specifically were going on this and when Slate wasn't around, because Slate might get into an argument with Gombi, which we aren't really interested in having. Uh, but we need to go out to the fountain, so he doesn't have to meet his uncle. Can I Can I yell into the arbalest <laughs> hole where I saw your finger? It's closed now. <laughs> it's a bit higher up on the wall. Yeah, but well, you still okay. yeah, sure. If you're not going to let me in, send Flint out. He's the only one of you I want to talk to right now. You can hear some muted yammering from outside. He's thick walls. Yeah. <laughs> says, well, we need to get to the fountain. So <laughs> maybe we head on out instead of having Slate head on in. Yeah. Kind of looking at Gombi, uh, just to make sure that he's not like frothing at the mouth or anything. No, he he's kind of like a little dejected, and he's sort of like uh, standing there, hunched over in his armor, looking at down into the fire pit. Like it's like uh, all the weight of the world suddenly is on his shoulders. He's probably making it way more dramatic for himself than it is. But well, you spend a hundred years keeping a secret, and then you just throw it away to the first prince to come tromping along. It's <laughs> just <laughs> out the gate. Lift the bars. Let's see what's uh, under the Even the door. <laughs> the instant I see Flint, I, he just he points at him, points to himself, points to a secluded corner. Sure, let we we can have some words. I'll I'll catch up with you. Uh, first is, what are you doing out here by yourself? It's dangerous. Isn't that what I told you when we were in camp? Yes, and I've got axemen and. The prince? I'm as safe as I'm if I was in my mother's womb. You left me behind. There was tending to be done. And, Fine, get whatever and, you need to get said, said, and then come talk to me. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. We needed to talk to Gombi, and he's given us some interesting information. And it just went smoother without you. Sure <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's the dwarven truthiness, you know. Frankly, I don't care. I need to talk to you and you alone. So come see me when you're done. Well, he just storms off into like a secluded part of the... Don't get too far! He's just going to the other side of the courtyard. What shenanigans have these two gotten into? Or three? So we need to find where to put the key. Okami, okay. Do you want to show us? Shakes his head. No. No, you go. Okay. It's almost like, you know, giving it up breaks his heart or something. <laughs> he can't bear to look at all that stuff that he's going to give away. Uh, do we have want to have like a quick scene in case Ari needs to go soonish? Soonish, yes. Yeah. Flake, go, go take care of Slate. Make sure he doesn't set off Gombi. <laughs> go babysit Slate, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just like Doctor in the Wilderness of Dragonland is like, what? It drove Slate to do this. So, hey, Slate, um, couldn't this have wait? What's up? First, I gotta tell you something. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to put an axe through my head after it, I don't care. Just make it quick. <sighs> okay. Sled is dead because of me. Mm. I've been keeping a secret from you. You've been murdering our dwarves? <laughs> no. I've had communications with the spider prince. I Again. know. I do. The, the spiders are smarter than the other dwarves know about. He wants the glowstone and he wants it now. Not a surprise. We haven't had a chance to work on that. No. And he's so, running out of patience. So he took sled instead of me. Ooh. I see. So so you didn't leave by yourself? No. Not initially, at least. Ah. I came after you because I, you're the only one out of this lot that I trust. Well, I think it's uh, mutual because we both know more about the spiders than the rest. Not sure what to do with the news about Sled. I didn't know him that well. I didn't either, but he didn't need to die like that. Let's just put that as... The risk he is willing to take to bring you to me and res- respect his bravery. I built him a crown and put his arbalest on top of it. You're a good dwarf. Most no, would not have, I'm not. No, no. Most most would have just let the fallen lie. You're, you're not a warrior. You don't. Most dwarves don't think to respect the dead like that. I made a deal with a spider and I have not reneged. I just, I haven't... We can work on that. Let's join the others. I've got a week. Then he comes for me. We'll see what happens. If we, if we find our glowstone, <laughs> we're good. If we're not, I'll put an axe in his head myself. Who knows? There might You're the be a... one who's a good dwarf, Flint. I try. Sometimes just... I, I wish I'd been born some other race. Oh, don't let the <laughs> princess hear that. It's just, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, just, you get a rude noise from that. Dwarf is the pinnacle the foundation of this world <laughs> be anything less flighty and less solid oh, i shudder at it come on let's let's see what treasures uh your kin was hiding who knows maybe it's a stash of glowstone uh one more thing i should probably say before we go back over there he's able to cloak himself okay i don't see how that changes anything a spider wearing a cloak is pretty conspicuous <laughs> no, not like that. He can disappear. Oh. Become invisible and hmm. intangible. Sounding more like a ghost. Well, the spider who who I made the contract with is apparently some sort of wizard. Interesting. Strokes the beard. You know, that could be an ally. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking, but... <laughs> Yes, we're, 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 we're scheming duplicitous dwarves. <laughs> Some His... shield of the dwarves you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, he murdered Sled. We should make him an, our, our ally. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. His no, needs I'm are more than I can I'm satisfy. I'll make up a list of dwarves I don't like that I can feed to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, 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 we still have to do something about Sled, but I'm throwing uh, Slate in prison for what a sorceress ghost spider did i'm not sure we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get there i just thought it was funny like you know when it came to contemplating what kind of powers he might have it's like oh we should have him as an ally never mind that he murders dwarves every once in a while <laughs> i thought it was funny well never mind. it's complicated because <laughs> you know when you have exceptional foes like dragons sometimes mm-hmm. you have to look for exceptional allies <laughs> oh they're coming <laughs> oh, yeah. Like ghost wizard spiders. 
I still haven't given up uh, on the thought that maybe we can save spiders, even if all we do is just tend to murder them every time we come in contact. He's also, uh, this might be better of a bargaining chip than what we currently have. He seems to be slightly afraid of the females around here. Well, after all, batshit crazy dwarf attacking monsters, I would not be surprised. They probably don't make for good companions. They also want to mate with him and bite his head off. I thought I just said that. You've given me a lot to think about here. Don't tell the others I don't trust them. The prince probably would have some words about reckless behavior. I don't want the prince to know. Okay. Yeah, my word on that. Thank you. <laughs> now, hush, you GM type person. Flint, thank you. I just try to be the best dwarf possible. What more can you ask? I suppose you can't really ask any more than that. Ah, that's a good conversation ender right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I do got to go. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll award you art uh, based on stuff. You just you, you can know. edit my sheet. Awesome. What would we use to find where they hid the keyhole? Yeah, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a test. So, um, you find the uh, keyhole and you you give it a twist. Uh, some chunky noises, some some of that pneumatic, not pneumatic, some of that water-powered stuff. It's very kind of um, sluggish today, but the fountain, you know, the water pressure in the fountain, like, stops, and the water drains away, uh, and, uh, like, it opens up into, like, this, like, spiral staircase bullshit. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Clever dwarf things. All right, let's head down. Grab, like, a lantern or something, I guess. Is Flint essentially, like, keeping an eye on on Slate? Slate and I are going to pull up the rear. Not going to let this crazy dwarf to his own devices, because the next thing I know, he'll be trying to have a heart-to-heart with Gombi, and those two will be at each other's throats. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll pull up the rear this time around. So you descend into the, the moist earth, or stone, after descending the, the, the spiral stair. You come into a small, kind of cramped, even by dwarf standards, a little hall. It appears to be like just um, enough space to have maybe four dwarves abreast. Not two dwarves abreast, but two deep. It's just a little like, uh, here's a little essentially platform where we can stand while we make space for opening the vault door, which is just like, you may remember the old... uh, uh, vault kind of design from way back when, back in Marl. It's a similar kind of design. Vaguely similar to the vault in the Goddard Am Retreat as well. But uh, this one, this one is, uh, the door is a little smaller. Uh, it's more like a octagonal, kind of angular. You think the, the same key seems to be going for, uh, seems to be what's used to open this vault door. Okay. So no problems, you open that. You enter a similar room, but this one is like, you know, 10 times the length. And there are volumes, like you can see books, you can see uh, stone slabs, the kind of tablets, uh, you can see little strong boxes, you can see various things like weapons arrayed along the sides on uh, like little shelves. Uh, and at the very extremity, um, there's this kind of like a it's not exactly a bust. It's more like a sort of rough dwarf shoulder head shape, uh, but it's not carved out or detailed or anything like that. It has a 
helmet on it that seems to be very old. It's like it's uh, older materials like uh, that haven't been in use for millennia, probably in an, in an older style, uh, probably you know pre Scoria stuff. And there is a some sort of um, linked gold chain which has a uh, uh, an odd kind of blue green uh, looks like kind of a almost a luminescent blue green jade pendant. Uh, and it's uh, in the shape of a square, uh, a hollow uh, a square with a hole and a square hole in the middle as well. Mm-hmm. And there are on the arms of this square, uh, there are like archaic runes graven into the the weird stone. Probably first seen that. Go and examine it because it seems to be special. Mm-hmm. It's it's what I described. Do you want to consult any particular ken on the matter? Look at the runes and see. I can recognize anything there. Uh, sure. Give me an ob4 read test, or there would be uh, rune script, right? Can I fork anything? Ancient history? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's say that. If you succeed, you're going to be able to recognize the significance. You may be able to read some of it as well. If you don't, I think you'll still recognize this the significance, but you're not going to be able to read anything. Spend a lot of art to this, uh, this session. Awesome. Ooh, oh, hey, look at that. Would uh, opening the sixes give me more? Let me ponder this for a moment. <laughs> I'll give you more information. Given that you forked in ancient history, I think you'll, you'll understand some of the context for this as well, if you get more successes. All right. Two more. Oh, hey, two more. You look at the runes. I think you almost immediately recognize the uh, rune line that is the archaic spelling of Gothar. And piecing together the rest, uh, you think it says, I am Gothar on one side. And on the other side, it says, say his name or speak his name. You think you look at the material and you think about like the the significance of the the square and the symbolism of uh, this whole thing. The idea of, of uh, building right? Gothar had a hammer, right? And it was more about, uh, it was just as much about creating and crafting as warfare and might. And this is kind of the taking stone, precious stone of some kind and, and, and turning it into something better. And this particular type of stone, you seem to remember like a, some, like in some tablet you, uh, ages ago, uh, when you were learning these older runes, you, you came across a, an element, uh, not an element, uh, a little like story or, or account of how in the far ancient times, the Dvergar would call their ancestors forth from the stone. When they died, they believed they went into the stone, uh, and they could be summoned forth out of the stone with the right phrases with the right uh, words and with the right mindset in need. And this appears to be, you know, whether it works or not, debatable, but this appears to be one such stone, like an ancestral, we made this to contain them, or this is the stone that that Gothar went into or something. Uh, I will, with great reverence, take that and put it around my neck. <laughs> and much humility. <laughs> Tucked inside my armor there. Is that helmet anything special or just a old helmet? You've seen better helmets. Ooh, it's, but it's I, mostly an antique, right? I, I, I can imagine that Ufkel's there with one eye, one eye watching watching the prince and the other eye looking at those books. 
Do they have anything on the spines, or do I have to pull them out and figure out what's in them? Yeah, you'll have to do that, I think. You know what he's looking for. A lot of it's just mostly, what, family history? Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what it is, uh, going back uh, to the uh, tablets as well. And there are a couple of tablets you notice that, that seem to be contracts. It seem to be like this dwarf promised this other dwarf to do this particular thing or, or to leave so and such and such amount in stonage, which would translate into usable or valuable stone. Uh, not mm-hmm. just acreage in space, but actual useful stone. This was verified and then like clan stamp or something, right? That's mm-hmm. what you get with a cursory glance. You could attempt to spend some time here and research. We know where it is now. And if I need to get down here, I can always ask to borrow the key. If it going into, I realize it's just family history and not secret recipes. I, I get bored really quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Find anything interesting, my lord? Perhaps. Is there anything useful in the histories there? Who begat who, and who married who, and who moved where? Who owes who what? <laughs> anything about other stores of old treasures? That would take a bit of a flipping. Well, let's do that. You read that. You could you could read the old stuff better than I can, my lord. Why don't you start at the older stuff, and I'll go at the other end and start with the newer, and hopefully we'll find something. And Flint, you can read. Start in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> As you command. I can read. <laughs> can Ofkel actually read? Probably. I, I have, you know, like third grade reading ability. <laughs> I got enough to be able to write, write recipes. Yeah, you guys would go a lot faster than Ofkel. It would be on that first book while you guys are hitting your fourth or fifth book. Save to Unferth and Frumi to look at the, the weapons and see if there's anything of special note that we should look at there. There might be some, like, family heirloom valuable things. Nothing particularly better than what you got, right? We do have a slate along with us, so I'm pretty sure slate's literate as well. Mm-hmm. One would hope. So is this one big glorious research role, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Perception? Well, I have it as a learning skill, and it says perception. Research, re- perception. The art of navigating libraries and gathering data. I think base obstacles too. I'm going to erase it because it's a bit obscure and it's kind of buried in among other. The intent wasn't to convey necessarily like here's where we have our magnificent hordes. You'll have to like <laughs> figure figure some things out, read between the lines, and uh, yeah, and so forth. Who is doing the research test? You can fork and the others help. Well, do do we have anyone that actually has? research i don't think so i'm willing to take a slate at too (laughs) Uh, and the forks are history ancient and obscure history so uh clan history and rune script wouldn't help with this at least maybe to counter the uh, obstacle we're facing with the well, the clan history would help, but I can't help with it because I'm still learning clan uh, history. Rune script would be would be useful for sure to mm-hmm. to read, actually read and decipher what what the meaning. Well, I I am chock full of helpfulness. Is is it morally bankrupt uh, to see if Slate has research as a skill? <laughs> so Slate's player isn't here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Ah, that. fair enough. But so, I'm not seeing any research on his sheet so best i can do is just use my perception to see if i can spot something well then who is the most perceptive i have at six i'm at five i'm at six i think by burning wheel rules that means flint makes the roll and you others help what what you go with the worst yes it's but the, I'm the gonna lowest, be, dumbest 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're kind of dragging everybody else down. You understand? <laughs> you're just delaying everybody. Like, what does this word mean? <laughs> how how many helping die do we have, and can we get past that ob- that archaic obstacle? Since we have two people that know RuneScript, does anybody have research? No. 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 And research is what you do, so you can either help with perception and uh, count it as opening research, or you could help with either rune script or clan history. Ancient history? Mm, I don't think clan history would be a thing. Uh, I think that's for remembering, rather. Ancient history works. That's actually one of the forks listed in the book. Yeah, it depends on the topic you're researching. Talking dwarves, everything's ancient. Let me ponder that for a minute. Come on, we have a squatter who's been sitting in his hold for a hundred years. I don't think he's going to talk to us <laughs> that, right that's now. Like, that's like <laughs> ten years ago in dwarf terms. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm opening up a new skill to help. I have to open yeah. up one, don't I? Wait, I, so I've already got you're, uh, you're two tips in research. But you're, but you're opening uh, research. That's, that's the point. So, fun uh, question. Does being wounded actually make a difference on research? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it should dock your perception by one, as so usual. So, I, I get two helping die? You get two from... From each of us. Each, since they're five, right? It's more than five, yeah. It's forks, right? When you have seven, you get two, I think. Yeah. So, uh, you get four extra dice from, from your buddies. Uh, That's impressive. Base obstacle was three. And this is kind of important. So, yeah, we'll, we'll throw some Arda at it. Oh, I'm a fool. We'll throw two at it. And, of course, it'll double to six, so... We'll, we'll let the system handle that. Uh, so, either way, it counts as opening research for all of you. And so I roll inside. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dice, and I don't have a six. Welcome to <laughs> Fandral's world. <laughs> <laughs> I think you come up with a few very vague leads. There are two mentions of burials in Outer Scoria, and there is a passage about how a hall hewn by the stone hewers was uh, gifted to the good hearts as a wedding kind of present from a from a relative. Weren't we in that hall inside the city? So at one time was that a different stone here hall. But they also made halls. You understand that one though is in Scoria itself. So you would have to find a way to get to it um, without getting roasted or stomped on or something. If the dragon is still there, the two burials tombs. You don't have clear, you know, a clear indication of where they are though. So you'd have to do some, you know, digging looking over maps, looking over your own knowledge of clan history and so forth uh, to try to find them. Well, we can always ask uh, Gumbi if he actually was attending any of those burials, unless these are way, way even older than him. Yeah, both of them are. I think maybe he might have attended the actual ceremony with the hall gifting uh, when he was considerably younger. So that's a possibility. Wouldn't hurt. On the bright side, three leads is better than zero. We'll take the the books that talked about those two burials in the hall, and I think we leave everything else. I think your your buddy dwarves there will uh, grab a couple of the uh, strong boxes. You know, in in this kind of well, it can't hurt to have some money for stuff. 
Oh, oh yeah, glowstone. That's something. Yeah, you haven't looked for that. Fandral, do you have inconspicuous? No. <laughs> Did you try to not make it known that you took the pendant there? I didn't announce it, but I hardly hit it. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's just exercising princely responsibility there and safeguarding. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't spot any particular like glowstone, anything that screams glowstone among the rest of the horde, but that pendant for sure before he stuffed it inside of his armor. Unmistakable glowstone. Well, I'm not about to uh, shank the prince to grab a little glowstone. <laughs> I, I am slightly in the back of my head worried that ma- makes him a target of certain spider sorcerers, but maybe he'll be safer if you steal it. I mean, aren't you here to protect <laughs> the prince? <laughs> it would be much better if there was just like a strong box full of it wouldn't be much better yeah yes yeah wouldn't yeah. It be more convenient <laughs> yes yes, yes it would. cool so uh you grab a few things not much the books uh the pendant a couple of strong boxes and uh exit and i think maybe we should round it off there uh yep. considering we, we are missing a, a dwarf yeah it's, yeah it's well narratively speaking it is a good place yeah though so we'd go go talk to Gombi about those two burials in the hall, and we wouldn't have Slate there during that. I think we can take that next session. Okay. Just, you know, make a note, you know, keep Slate out of the hall. <laughs> <laughs> that might be someone's belief, right? <laughs> keep yeah. Slate and Gombi apart. <laughs> let's, um, let's go for Arta Awards, shall we? Uh, I guess I'll start with Slate, and everybody can chime in. Uh, there's been too much bloodshed. I refuse to be part of it anymore. I don't think he really went for that, but... No. At, at the same time, he didn't shamelessly volunteer a dwarf neck. Indeed. Uh, there, there was there was conflict. I think there was enough conflict that I'm willing to uh, um, award a persona for embodiment. Uh, not, uh, not embodiment, Moldbreaker, considering it was like, okay, well, I'm he felt like he was screwed and he was mm-hmm. trying to get this thing to not eat anybody. So working toward it, but J- just in the path, not taken man with that bowl in the center slate could have just slid a wrist and put some blood in there. <laughs> and that would have solved the conflict at, at the cost. of yeah, blood he sh- loss. Maybe he should have made that argument instead of like uh, uh, some, some other, like we can, we can murder the spiders for you. <laughs> Uh, keep Flint healthy and safe no matter what. I think, I think that's definitely fate worthy for trekking through spider and inf- dog infested, wild dog infested, um, tunnels. Yeah. And made a promise, uh, intended to keep it, find glowstone. Well, <laughs> perhaps I might even befriend him in the process. I think that's, that train, <laughs> that ship has sailed, I think. I don't think he worked toward it this session. I think I'll skip that. Somebody can protest if you want. He, he, ah, he forgot his in. Ah, I should have had you read your instincts because that might have changed things with sled. He has an instinct that says, "When faced with danger, others before self." You know, put others before self. So didn't play the instinct. That yeah. would have been interesting. Yeah. On the other hand, he also has an instinct that says, "Never start a fight that will end in bloodshed." Yeah, that, that's why I thought the blood in the bowl would have been the perfect solution. It, it didn't go there. <laughs> hey, let's award him a fate for uh, for that instinct. I mean, he did play it. Yeah. Did yeah. he did let sled get yeah. led? Yeah. Bled. <laughs> Which instinct is that? Let let other dwarves die for. 
<laughs> never start a fight that will end in bloodshed and it would have ended in his bloodshed very probably but it did end in Slat's bloodshed yeah but he didn't start the fight see okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a technicality uh, yeah I'll leave it at that there we go so let's go to let's go to Fandral uh, you certainly talked with Gombi about Old Scoria and its secrets you even fought to get there so uh, Persona well you certainly helped free the good heart hole of giant spiders so Persona mm-hmm. I think I'll give you a fate for restoring the family prestige in like getting people uh, on board mm-hmm. I think that's about it this session it's a pretty good haul let's check out Flint so horribly failed <laughs> But you tried. Well, I mean, I'll give you fate for taking the lead and attempting to scout the good heart hold. The first part of that belief, I, I don't know if you forgot to put it there, but you were you were writing support the prince. Oh, yeah. So I think you certainly did that and you fought for that. But um, the tail end didn't quite match up. I still think it's fate worthy. Unfortunately, Slate had to leave before or uh, before we got anywhere with the putting him in peril. <laughs> Oh, uh, did the spiders wrong? We should be allies. Help Slate to get glowstone. Mm, well, you're aware now that there's glowstone, so it's an enticing little morsel dangling in front of your nose. Or dangling under the prince's nose, as the case may be. <laughs> He's got to sleep at some time. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> it may be very difficult to get through that Vergar beard without him noticing. <laughs> Check out your traits. You think you played anything that I'm missing? Do we want to throw in aggressive since I threw myself into the face of a spider? Yeah, sure. Let's give you a fate for that. Man, this is an expensive session. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to spend anything. <laughs> I, well, or, or you don't have anything to spend. Same thing. <laughs> cool. So I will deal with the spiders infesting God out. Hold uh, my way. What's Ulfkel's way of dealing with spiders? It's crushing them? Yeah, with my sorry, I'm sorry, it's breaking them? Yeah, break it with my hammer. <laughs> I was using Spider Breaker on him. Take a persona for that. I'll give you. I'll give you a fate for um, number two. Yeah. yeah, for number two. I think um, you've been opening up a conversation, right, uh, with Gombi mm-hmm. and dealing with uh, and getting the prince, get, helping the prince to get him to help you. So yeah. on the way, uh, and I, I, to, I, you need to push him about the witch next time. And hope yeah. that the prince is, like, not there <laughs> to shush you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, or worse yet, you find out about the uh, wedding. Oh, yeah, that involved that witch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't do instinct number one. I sure as hell did instinct number two. When in doubt, taste it. And you paid for it. So definitely take a fate. A fate, fate. fate for it. And impulsive. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that or taster. Either works. Only one trait? Uh, I'll give you one, f- another fate for impulsive for shoving um, Unferth mm-hmm. out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> then scream and leap and smack the spider. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to give an embodiment persona to, to Slate for the like spider interaction and the conversation with said embodiment, but I meant Moldbreaker for the choice that he went against his, uh, his uh, like no yeah. more blood thing. But I'm also kind of like, hmm. You know, I like that whole thing. The, the whole moral quandary. Yeah. I, I, I know I was very amused. I was muted and laughing quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'll just give him a persona for that. Then. Uh, yeah. 
Well, so, somebody needs a persona because uh, I'm sure I'd handing them out. <laughs> I don't think any of you did the mold breaker thing, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe next uh, session, if if uh, Flint wants to support the prince or get glowstone. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's going to be coming to a head soon. Then we're on to workhorse and MVP. Unfortunately, we're down a player, so you're going to have to figure this out among yourselves. Workhorse is the background stuff, having particular skill, slaving away behind the scenes, helping and stuff. Well, I tried to make as many uh, helping roles as as I could, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know if that got me to MB- MVP status or not. Could get you to workhorse status, though. Yeah, I think workhorse. I, I agree with that workhorse. You you were definitely a workhorse. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll shamelessly take that. Cool. Persona for workhorse. And MVP couldn't have done it without him. Uh, as usual, I think this should go to the prince because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for his skills, we couldn't have talked Gombe into opening the vault. And that would yeah. have left us with a big gaping dead end. <laughs> well, not dead end, just really awful, terrible, bleak end. We're expert at bleakness, so if we could change the pace. Okay, well, I think maybe maybe we're on a, potentially on the cusp of some deeds in the future, but not yet. I hope you know there, uh, Todd, that uh, yeah. when you were talking, when Flint, when when Slate was like, uh, you can't tell anybody. I'm like, I'm sitting there with your sheet in front of me, and I'm like, never say no to a lady or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yep, that's going in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bruno. So, what were you up to? Uh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut. <laughs> she already knows something's up between with you and Slate, right? Yeah, uh, which was all reason you sick the dog on her. Should not vocalize this, but I'm going to anyway. That bad, bad day is going to come when she realizes that it's easier to throw Flint to the wolves. It's <laughs> 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 so like I could get in good with the prince. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he slammed that door in her face. So uh, you know. Yeah, but. Some people don't learn <laughs> from the first door slamming. <laughs> well, I think he slammed two doors in her face. Take oh, 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 okay. Is I feel that... better now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, yeah. Good stuff. Y'all take care. Have a good couple yeah. of weeks. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. My, my uncomfortable narrative-wise beats your convenient <laughs> pressure-wise. So yeah. you were just talking to yourself, as usual. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, well, yep. Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that well, you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at the thesundayskypers.freeforums.org, or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at sundayskypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?